Hello and welcome back to our podcast. Today we're going to be having a look at the all-time Chelsea team. Should be an interesting one, quite a few options, but we know that Ben likes to go for the unorthodox choices. No idea so, what you mean. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> um, no, it'll, it'll be good. Why don't you start by giving us your formation? Uh, 4-3-3. I've uh, managed it for the probably about the, the 25th time in a row. Yeah, I've uh, I've managed to get a four three three again as well. No way. It's a rarity. It, it is. It is. It's a, it's a proper rarity. But I found it to be a lot easier to get a four three three with these teams that like actual teams rather than making up an all time prem, all time Ballon d'Or, um, European imports. You know, which we did um, a few weeks back. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a lot easier to make an actual. F- an actual formation with the actual teams, you know. Yeah, I am kind of missing the three one two one two one two one two formation <laughs> that you were uh, so accustomed to using. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's not pretend that you haven't employed that as well, though. <laughs> okay, keeper first. I'm guessing you've gone for Czech. Of course, I have. Uh, spoken about it before. Fourteen major club titles, thirty-one under other individual titles at Chelsea. In the 4-05 season, he had 28 clean sheets in 48 games, 46% clean sheet record in nearly 500 games for the club. Um, outstanding player and the um, highest capped uh, player for Chelsea that isn't English. So, yeah, pretty safe pair of hands. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've packed him in so many other clubs that, in so many other teams that... Um, I was kind of backed into a corner on this one, but I, I had no problem putting check in. Yeah, if you didn't put him in this team, I had a lot of questions <laughs> yeah. to ask, I must say. Yeah. Um, I, I can breeze past that. I've got check as well, and, uh, you know, you've given enough reason for him being in the team, so I'm, I'm quite happy to leave it at that. Yep. Who is... Messed up my words there. Who have you got as your back line? Um, I've gone for a, a, a completely modern um, back four um, players that have all played in in, in the uh, from from two thousand onwards. Um, I've gone for Branislav Ivanovic at uh, right back, solid player at a time of turmoil for Chelsea. You know because um, well not necessarily turmoil as such. Well, it kind of was. I, I yeah, I'm I'm jumping to and from here, but you know now in in the time that Branislav Ivanovic played for Chelsea, he played under nine different managers. Um, so if that doesn't if that doesn't signal instability, I don't know what what will. Um, he quickly became a player to rely upon in that Chelsea side, and and uh, a very very solid right back, definitely. Um, and who else have you got? Gone for Ashley Cole at left back. Spoken about Cole at Arsenal, such an influential player. Um, obviously, both at Chelsea and at Arsenal. Uh, very cheap signing. Only cost um, Chelsea five million pound and uh, with Gaius. Um, one of the best signings ever for Chelsea, arguably. Um, all round left back, known for his you know his ability going forward and also at, at the back as well. Got the better of Messi and Ronaldo, as, as we talked about on the Arsenal podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, 338 appearances for Chelsea, and the honours list is, is endless, um, with over 10 major honours while at Chelsea. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got so many honours. You know, most, um, most FA Cup wins ever uh, for any player. Um, it's actually no wonder playing for Arsenal at one point. Yeah, but... yeah. 
no, brilliant, brilliant player, and he had to get in this squad. When we were doing him on the Arsenal eleven, we both said he's probably more uh, suited to being in the Chelsea eleven because he, he was a better player at Chelsea, you could say. But, yeah. Um, and one more at Chelsea, but got got into both squad, squads quite easily. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And your centre-back, Perry? Um, probably won't surprise you, to be honest. Uh, re- I was really happy. This was probably one of my favourite back fours to build, to be honest, um, just because there was nobody else that came anywhere close to the to the back four that I had, the four players that I had. Um, so I've gone for Cesar's Piliqueta and then JT. Um, just to focus on JT for a second, obviously one of the best centre-backs to ever play the game. 77% tackle success rate, uh, 41 goals in just under 500 games in the Premier League um, and well over 300 wins. You know, when you're talking about Chelsea legends, who was the best player to play in a Chelsea shirt? You'd probably say Frank Lampard. Does John Terry come next? For me, probably, yes, he does, I'd say. Um, absolute legend and he was the second name on the uh, on the team sheet. Um, Lampard was first, Czech was third, and Terry was in the middle. Yeah, had to be, had to be. And Aspilicueta. Yeah, um, another player that personifies consistency perfectly, but also consistency and versatility because he he has well he could and has played um, along in every role along that back four, played left back, right back, and in the middle. Five major honours for Chelsea, only bought for eight million pounds. Um, which you know, as as we said with Ashley Cole, the the amount that was paid for him, you know, it's so so cheap that it it just makes the uh, the quality of player and the quality of the career that they had just that little bit sweeter. Um, over two hundred and sixty appearances in the Premier League, over ninety clean sheets, and a tackle success rate of over seventy percent, which again for a player that has played fullback for for a little while is um very impressive. This is uh this is embarrassing for me because in the intro I said it might be a little different and we're five for five. <laughs> That's no surprise, but you know it 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 it's um I'm glad you said that because I don't sound like an idiot when I say that this was the best back four for me to put together because I didn't feel like I was leaving anybody out really. It was it was just those were just the five players that that had to go in those positions without a doubt. Yeah, I mean with with Terry. Um... You know, 77% tackle success rate over a 20-year period with Chelsea. Won the league five times with Chelsea. And as you say, second man on the team sheet. And then Aspilicueta, um, you know, been so consistent for Chelsea over a long period of time. And with, with 262 appearances, 92 clean sheets, won the league twice, 73% tackle success. I mean, the list goes on. He's made no errors leading to goal, apparently, according to the Premier League website. Right. Um, which I find to be quite astonishing, really, for a centre-back not to make any errors leading to goal. Yeah, certainly, certainly, if that is the case. But, you know, you only have to look at what John Terry was as a player. We we talked about it a while back, um, back when the Premier League had just started, restarted again. That, yeah, I do... It's not a shame because it's not as if he's condemned to it, but you know Lampard um, came out of Chelsea, you know managed Derby and then ended up managing Chelsea. Terry should Terry should try and get um, a, a you know a, a not a better job than what he's got because he is still first team coach, um, obviously first team coach Aston Villa, um, but 
he he should be staying in the Premier League in terms of in terms of uh, whether it's a manager or a coach. You know whether he goes and works for Frank Lampard maybe, um, but yeah, certainly a very very clever footballer. So even if he isn't cut out for management. Um, certainly as a, as a coach you know the, there's not many footballing brains that in recent times that are better than John Terry's I don't think Pause. yeah certainly something we've talked about before and it's it's strange that he hasn't been able to walk into a, a bigger opportunity but you know it's, it's something we'll see progress and, and grow a, along with time you know Gerard only went to Rangers and I know it's one of the biggest jobs in Scottish football. It's nothing compared to Lampard no. getting the Chelsea job. And, and and we'll see soon. I mean, we've seen Rooney as well go to Derby. And we'll see soon a, a, a new wave of managers who are were all Premier League legends as players. Yeah, I certainly hope so. With Ivanovic, I've got to note here 261 appearances and only 50 losses and 151 wins involved in 86 clean sheets and he shares the same tackle success rate as Ferdinand with 81% tackle success. So I find that to be uh, very, very uh, astonishing. Absolutely. And, and also 520 crosses in his 261 appearances, so two crosses a match from, from a full-back position. In the modern day, you'd expect to see Trent put more in for someone like Trent, but um, not saying Ivanovic wasn't modern day, but he was a bit more classic, you know, in that time when it was a bit more classic, defend first, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I still find that to be quite good that he was going forward enough to put two crosses in per match. Yeah, absolutely. What about your midfield? Who have you got? Um, I probably, there's probably two choices here that you've gone for the same. Um, there's one player that I really did want to get in, it's unorthodox. Unorth- an unorthodox choice, um, but the the two obvious choices for me to begin with, um, obviously Frank Lampard, best player to ever play, um, the six Chelsea for six. shirt, yeah, six for six, best player to ever play in a, in a Chelsea shirt, six hundred and forty eight appearances for Chelsea, two hundred and ten goals, one hundred and fifty one assists, um, absolute legend, um, and then the, I mean, one thing about Lampard is that we, well, whether we have, I think. And to be honest, actually, I think we both have every podcast, um, every midweek eleven that he's been eligible for, um, he's been in, which which says something, you know. And a lot of people often compare Lampard to Gerard, and Gerard's just missed out on on a couple of them. But Lampard has uh, made, I think, every um, podcast that he's been eligible for in terms of yeah, the uh, requirement. What? One of us would have mentioned him, even if he's yeah. not in both teams. One of us would have mentioned him, and yeah. as you say, every podcast he's eligible for, which is shows how highly we think of him. Yeah, and in terms of it's not as if we've talked about him in more than one team. You know, it's because uh, we've only done Chelsea up to now, but it's uh, yeah. yeah, fantastic player. And then the other centre midfielder I've gone for is Michael Essien, uh, box to box midfielder, so much pace, strength, and you know ability, staying back and also going forward. Um, so versatile as well because he, he he did play centre back and right back at one point. Um, two hundred fifty six appearances for Chelsea and scored twenty five times. A, a real really um, reliable player certainly in in the heart of that Chelsea team. Yeah. Um, and then the third one is a player that uh, did well at Chelsea. I wish he'd have done better at Liverpool, um, but 
sadly he was a bit of a sick note at Liverpool. Um, that's Joe Cole. Should really have been Terry Venables um, that took that took that that third centre midfield place. I, I feel, um, but I, from what I did see of Joe Cole at Liverpool, I absolutely loved him. Um, Thirty nine goals in two hundred eighty games at Chelsea, um, but he just knew the game. You know, you talk about football in brains, and you see him since he's been a pundit as well. As a player, he knows the game inside out, completely knows the game, and um, he was an asset to whatever team he was a part of, and you know, a real, a real starlet and talisman um, in every team that he was a part of, and uh, Chelsea is no exception to that. Um, so yeah, those are my midfield three: Lampard, Essien, and Joe Cole. It's fair to see why why he's in your team there. Yeah, I've got. One the same Lampard, and then I've gone for Balak. Okay. In his yeah, so he he had 105 appearances for Chelsea, won the league in 2010, and in those 105 appearances, he only had 10 losses, right. which I think is uh, is amazing. He's uh, one, you know he's one of the top scorers in the German national team, and so clearly a, a very prolific footballer. Yeah, um, you know. He's, he's been midfielder of the year in years before. Um, he played at Chelsea, won German footballer of the year three times. Yeah. Um, he's been, well, Pelé did a list of like greatest living footballers and Balak made that list. Uh, he's, he's an amazing footballer, uh, you know, strength and pace. And, um, yeah, great. I just think he's a, he's a great player and not necessarily a, a Chelsea legend as such. I don't know if you could say that more of a uh, Leverkusen legend, but yeah. for quality of player, if we're making the best team possible, I'm quite happy to get him in there. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, certainly see why you've put him in there. Definitely for what he was as a as an all round player. Definitely. Yeah, and um, and then I've gone for Ungolo Kante as well. Thought you. Would. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's difficult because we're talking about an all time Chelsea team here, and Kante hasn't played for Chelsea all that long. Certainly not as long as some of the other players in this team, or, or you know, got the records or accolades that other players have. Yeah. But once again, when I'm talking about quality of player here, he's he's one of the best in the world at what he does. Yeah. And certainly when he first went to Chelsea, he he was, and uh, there there are others now coming through the ranks who are sort of doing the same as him, um, like Wilfred and Didi. Uh, being one, uh, Kimmich being another CDM, Fabinho. But Kante was like the, the first one of the modern era, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Back-to-back Premier Leagues, wasn't it, with two different clubs? Yeah, and I mean, his stats don't really flatter him when you look at the, when you look at the stats. Um, but he's the, he's the engine of that club now. Yeah. He, he, he does all the work. He, if, if he wasn't in that team now, then I'd... I truly believe they wouldn't be in the position they are because their defence isn't that solid and he just manages to clean everything up. He's like a vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think looking at the, the quality of player he is and the fact that he's able to get around the pitch never seems to uh, never seems to run out of breath, never seems to stop. And I feel like, you know, a midfield of Lampard, Kante and Balak is not too shabby. Yeah, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Who are your forward options? Well, I know who you've gone for at left wing, so I've deliberately not gone for him. Um, 
unless I'm about to be seriously majorly surprised. Um, Tell you what, it'd be funny if I've done the same thing, wouldn't it? I hope you haven't. Do you reckon you have? Um, I'm just gonna leave you to sort of squirm. Well, I've gone. I've gone for. I've. Um, he did. He he played right wing. Um, later on in his career, but he played left wing for Chelsea. Um, so I've gone for Iron Robin. Uh, as left wing. You're staying. You're, you're staying remarkably I'd, silent. <laughs> I, 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 I had Hazard. Marvellous. Um, you got it right. You got it right. Yeah, you know, the the case for Iron Robin. He made an impression. Made a great impression when he was at Chelsea. Um, went and paved the way for for a, uh, a career where he was immortalised at, at Bayern Munich. Um, three years at Chelsea alongside the likes of Drogba as well. Turned into turned him into a legend. Um, so yeah, Iron Robin went in there. You know. Hazard was a better left winger. We, we, I've taught, I've given you my opinion about Eden Hazard a few times, and you know he was a one man band in that Chelsea team. Chelsea were a one man band with him in, um, in a, in a lot of games. Not necessarily all the time. I think it's unfair to say that, but for a lot of the time, um, Hazard was the player that Chelsea relied upon. Which again is fine. It, it just shows how how important a player they were. Uh, how how important a player he was. You know. Um, and uh, so, but I, I thought I, I want to go, want to try and go for something different because a lot of people forget that Robin actually did play for Chelsea. Um, yeah, it's a really good option. You're, I mean, you're sticking with your unorthodox theme, to be fair. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic player. Not not necessarily just at Chelsea. When he went to Bayern Munich, he immortalised himself as being one of the best there's been. And you know, I was just, I was actually just thinking earlier, isn't it crazy that the strike force that uh, that Bayern Munich actually had at one point with Lewandowski and Robin and Ribery. Yeah. Uh, all yeah. three of those are some of the best there's there's been and the fact that Robin played at Chelsea um, really makes him valid for this all time Chelsea team. Yeah, definitely. And obviously they had Thomas Muller in there as well and yeah, it was very uh, very strong. But anyway, um, that was my left back, uh, left wing choice rather. Um, right wing choice um, considered one of the best uh, Chelsea players of all time. Arguably, well, not yeah, he's sent he's certainly in the argument for one of the best right wingers of all time. Obviously, um, made two hundred and forty two appearances for Chelsea. Quick and skillful. A handful for opposition defenses. I deliberately haven't mentioned his name. Um, was voted Chelsea Player of the Year on a number of occasions. Um, made 242 appearances, as I said, for Chelsea. Also made 242 appearances for my beloved Tramir Rovers. Uh, that is Pat Nevin. Um, and there's certainly an argument to say he is the best right winger to, to ever play for Chelsea. OK. That's, well, that's, mean, that's left you a bit, uh, bit flabbergasted, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it's left me with, you said he's the best and he's not in my team. <laughs> That's what it's left me with. But I mean, what you've said there certainly certainly backs it up. Yeah, especially the fact that he played for for Tranmere for two hundred and fifty games. And yeah, also... I mean, the fact the fact that he played for Tranmere is enough to probably get him in that all time list. Isn't yeah, it? definitely. And he actually went to Chelsea after it. He was at Tranmere. It wasn't as if it was uh, Tranmere was a come down in his career. That was when he he sort of built his career. He's obviously a, a Tranmere. All jokes aside, he is a Tranmere legend. Um, obviously for playing that amount of games and he built his career up and then eventually landed um the dream the dream move to Chelsea um and absolutely 
you know, in the same vein as what he did at Tranmere, he he lit up uh, Stamford Bridge like he did Prenton Park. Interesting. Is that running through mine? Yeah. Well, actually, I was going to say I, I've missed out my uh, striker, but I'm sure that's probably because you knew who it is yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, I know who your striker is. We'll get we'll get to him. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. Cool. I've gone Hazard. Obviously, um, just uh, you know, we talked about it before. Unbelievable player. His record at Chelsea of uh, 85 goals and 54 assists in 245 Premier League appearances. Yeah. Um, you know, un- unbelievable player. Such an impact on the club and. I know that you talk about the fact that he was a one-man band might have been maybe a detriment to Chelsea, um, but I think it just shows how good he was. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Then on the right, I've gone for Zola. Ah, okay, okay. So I I just felt like I couldn't leave him out really, and to be honest, when you were when you were going through all the stats, I thought you'd gone for him as well until you mentioned Tranmere, <laughs> uh, because appearances is more or less the same. He's made two hundred and twenty-nine. Premier League appearances right. only only lost fifty eight matches with Chelsea. Yeah, uh, fifty nine goals, forty two assists, just so talented. And and it was when you were saying a handful for defenders, <laughs> so skillful, all this. I thought, oh right, we've gone for the same one again. So that's there's your reason for why I was so silent. I was about I was about to give you the biggest shock of your life when you found out that Zola played for Tramir at one point. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Last we've gone for the same. Yeah. It's got to be Didier Drogba. Yeah. Um. Once again here, I didn't bother making notes because I know that you are a massive Drogba fan. Yeah. So I feel like you could, uh, you know, you could talk whatever the phrase is. You could talk till the cows come home about. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Didier Drogba. Um. One hundred and sixty-four. Um. Goals for Chelsea. Um, talk a talk a glass eye to sleep. That's I know the that's the one. Yeah, definitely. You know, not the not the top scorer um, at Chelsea by any means, but he was just the king. You know, I always remember Drogba scoring the goals in the important matches when I was getting into football. Um, I remember that that iconic Champions League goal that he scored in the dying embers. Um, in fact, it might have been a penalty. Actually, it might have been the penalty that won the the Champions League. I can't remember, but I remember the moment um, and the celebration definitely. Um, yeah. You know, he arrived at from Marseille at a club record fee of twenty four million at the time. Um, one hundred and sixty four goals, as I say, two hundred and fifty four Premier League appearances. Um, only thirty of them were lost. You know that that's that's mega as well. Um, that's because that's only that's like an eighth of the of the Premier League games that he was involved in. Um, you know, so that's like twelve percent or something like that. 172 yeah. wins, 104 goals in the Premier League, and then 54 assists. For a, for a guy who's made 254 Premier League appearances and made 158 goal contributions, uh, that's certainly legendary quality. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's just so clutch, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's, and and that's, that's, I think, the, the main way to describe him. He's just so clutch. He's an unbelievable player, and he just gets the job done. I remember reading something actually about the 11-12 Champions League season. Yeah. And um, I think Drogba was like, you know, we just want to win it. We just want to win the Champions League. Yeah. And a, a young um, Mata came to the club and um, Mata said, it's brilliant. I'm going to get to win it because I'm with Drogba and these players. Yeah. And, uh, and Drogba said to Mata, he was like, 
no, you're you're the one that's going to win it for us yeah. because because you're the new one. Yeah. We're we're the team that hasn't won it. You're the new one. You're the young ones. You've got to win it. And that shows his influence in the team as well as a player. Yeah. You know, he was able to motivate the other players around him as well as just be such a fantastic player. So, yeah, I think it's it's brilliant that we've managed to both get him in our team over anyone else and. It just had to be done. Yeah, absolutely. And and there's been a there's been a lot of players that have gone that could have gone in Drogba's place, but and you know, a, a lot of people actually would say that, you know, Drogba really, um there were a lot of Premier League games that, that he just went missing, you know, and, and you talk about some of the other strikers that we've talked about in previous podcasts and you know, they're just like you you sort of on reason. Um players that have just made an influence and an impact in every game. Drogba was by no means that sort of player, but when he was on form and when he was needed, he, you know, he... Yeah, it was when he was needed. Yeah, definitely. That's what it is. I remember when we did our... When we piloted this idea on one of the Saturday um, podcasts a good few months ago now, um, and we did our our Dream 11 of the 11 players that we'd want to play with, and I, I remember the comment that I made about Drogba was that if I needed my team to score a goal, there isn't one person that I would want um, to try and score it other than Drogba. You know, and that that goes for Messi and Ronaldo included in that as well because Drogba just came up in 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 so many important moments, um, in so many games. That uh, yeah, vital vital player for Chelsea definitely. Absolutely. Well, that then brings an end to our Chelsea all time elevens. And and then to today's recording, actually, we've been recording a few, a few of these today. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening, guys. And we will you'll hear from us on Saturday again, where we'll discuss the latest rumours in the football world as well as the latest news. But until then, stay safe and goodbye. <laughs>